Hey everybody, welcome to Tech Thoughts, a show about tech advice, a short how-to, and why you should care. This is Season 3, Episode 23, or overall Episode 41. We gotta start thinking about what we're gonna do for 50. We officially have surpassed the length of a regular television show season, but hi, I am Jade, and I am the smart one. And I'm Art, I'm the cute one. Disclaimer, we are both smart and cute. So, as we said in our last episode, this episode is going to be us talking about fast charging and some of the dangers of it. But before we get into that, I have to plug our after show. You can find us live on our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast every Friday at 8 p.m. ET. Or if you're looking for another place that you can check our stuff out, you can also look at our website, which is just techthoughts.gay. Gay rights. And with that out of the way, let's get into today's topic. We've covered batteries, but you might be wondering, how do they charge so quickly now? Recent developments have apparently brought down the time to charge a phone to full to eight minutes, but how does that even work, and is it safe? For this episode, we're going to be primarily talking about fast-charging lithium-ion batteries, which we covered in the last episode, if you want to go listen to that for a little more context. But yeah, let's go from there. Jade? So, if you hear explosions in the background, don't worry, I'm not in a war zone, it's just fireworks. (laughs) Anyway, as we previously told you back in our rechargeable battery episode, as in the last episode, as in go listen to it, Um, Charging works through reversing the electron flow of a battery, as in putting excess electrons into the anode so they can again flow to the cathode in normal usage, so from the negative to the positive side. Woo. Mm -hmm. More specifically, batteries operate at a specific voltage and input and output a certain amount of current. Batteries, when they are not fully charged, have a lower voltage than, quote, normal. We'll get to that in a moment. Lower voltage means uh, there's an increase in internal resistance. Why is there an increase in internal resistance? Well, voltage is defined as current multiplied by resistance, so duh. In order to charge, you must give a battery an input of a voltage greater than its current state of charge. Lithium-ion batteries charge to a maximum voltage of 4.2 volts per cell, though there are high-capacity ones now that can reach up to 4.35 volts, give or take 50 millivolts. So a standard 5-volt USB charger can easily charge a lithium-ion battery at any state of charge. Okay. If you charge a battery beyond this value, as in beyond 4.2 volts, it causes stress to the battery cell and can result in oxidation, which then reduces the capacity of the battery and makes them unsafe. A side note, um, there's this measurement known as watt-hours, which you may have heard of in in regards to uninterruptible power supplies, which is simply just a measurement of voltage multiplied by the current that it can provide for an amount of time, and, you know, often in hours. Okay, that makes sense. Also, I have a question. When you say if you charge a battery beyond this value, as in beyond its its maximum voltage, how would you go about, like, how do you do that? Doesn't the battery sort of cap itself off? No, batteries are not magic. A lot of batteries do have charging circuitry. There are dumber lithium ion cells that can be charged with dumber chargers that just throw voltage at it where you have to kind of pull it off when you think it's done. This can be seen fairly often in like airsoft guns, electric powered ones. I hate that. Cool. Okay, go on. I had one. It was very bad. No one, no one use that entire line of questioning to make a weapon. I really would really hate it if that was, was traced out, was traced back to us somehow. Look, it's fine. Even if they try, it'll blow up in their face. Anyway, for the actual charging process, um, it's divided into three main stages. There is the first stage, which is the constant current stage, where voltage will increase towards that peak voltage, 4.2 volts for a lithium-ion battery. And the current stays constant at a high level, which will allow it to deliver the most power quickly. The second stage, um, saturation, where the voltage is at its peak and the current can then drop. 
and three uh, trickle slash topping where the battery is kind of fully charged voltage wise and it only really charges more as your phone or device uses that battery. So yeah, you understand regular charging now and fast charging isn't very different. What you're doing is just putting more wattage. Wattage is the reason that you can increase current to get um, more power. Um, a watt is simply voltage times current and current is measured in amperes. Yes. Yeah. Regular quote USB charging is five volts at 0.5 amps, meaning you get like 2.5 watts of charging power. Interestingly enough, power does mean watts. Those those terms are interchangeable, and that's what you use in physics. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, good to know. Yep. Um, so most fast charging standards just hijack stage one and throw as high amount of current as you possibly can, or they raise voltage. Some standards include Qualcomm Quick Charge, Samsung Adapted Fast Charging, which is just rebranded Quick Charge, Oppo SuperVOOC and slash VOOC Charging, and OnePlus Warp Charging, which is also just VOOC Charging. A lot of renames in this space. Also, what about um whatever the fuck Apple uses? Apple, and like many other brands these days, actually use USB power delivery. We'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Talking about quick and quick charge and adaptive fast charging, um, quick charge is currently up to version five, um, and it's supported on their Qualcomm chipsets natively. It supports charging from zero to fifty percent, a number you will see very often because that's where you switch to stage two charging um, in five minutes. Uh, it does this by shooting the voltage up to twenty volts and amperage to five amps. Um, mm-hmm. Do the math. What do you get? A hundred watts. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's also a proprietary technology. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. There's also this uh, upcoming bit of technology by Xiaomi called Hypercharge, which can charge a phone in eight minutes as in a 4,000 milliamp battery by using 200 watts of power. Okay, so this is just starting to feel like, you know, those joke comics where it's like, oh, I, you need to, you're supposed to cook, cook you're supposed to make cookies in the oven for like 350 at 20 minutes. But, but what if I just put it, exactly, that's exactly what it, it's exactly what this is starting to feel like. Yes, only it works in this case. Um, sort of. Well, works is. It works, it works. Works is a word. Unlike food, you won't immediately cause a nuclear reaction by setting your, your oven to 3200 <laughs> degrees. Anyway. <laughs> USB power delivery, a standard we briefly mentioned, um, is a more universal sort of standard. It's open source and is supported by the actual USB implementers form, the ones who actually implement USB. It can deliver up to 100 watts of power while only pushing a maximum of 5 amps of current, so voltage. Um, You will see it most often in laptops and, well, some phones now. It's really up to the device and charger for how high that power really goes. Oh, right, and phones, because basically everyone's acknowledged that USB PD is the big new thing. Qualcomm Quick Charge 5 really is just using it under the hood. And it seems that more companies will be oh, as time goes on. Interesting. That being said, devices are what matter here. So as an example, the iPhone, as of the uh, 11 Pro Max, technically uses USB power delivery, but only up to 27 watts and only using the non-standard lightning connector. How does the device cap it? Oh, there's just internal circuitry. It's a little, quote, smart. They sort of negotiate with each other like a computer. Like, what's your maximum wattage? This? Cool, we'll do it. Okay. Yep. That's kind of the same across the board for all of these technologies we'll talk about. Right. So there's also this strange outlier. 
Vuk uh, and Warp Charge. Um, developed by Oppo, a Chinese company like Xiaomi that makes quite a lot of things, but they're really good at budget phones. Vuk takes a different approach to other solutions because all the other ones raise voltage. This one raises the current. Um, there's also Super Vuk slash Warp Charge 65, which technically is just using regular Vuk, but it works by splitting the battery into two separate cells so you can charge both of them individually and that's just faster, but whatever. It's the same technology underlying. Okay. Right. Vuk's max power at the moment is 65 watts, but the magic kind of lies in the whole amperage thing. We'll get to that in a moment. It's also proprietary, which sucks. Huawei also uses a similar but different sort of fast charging technology called Supercharge, which also increases current instead of voltage, but yeah. All of these battery charging technologies have one thing in common, an increase in temperature while charging. The higher voltage you use, the more heat is produced due to the resistance of the circuit. And all of this is felt in both the phone and the charging block, as your phone does have to do some of the heavy lifting for charging. So this isn't much of a problem for the amperage slash current increasing solutions. Vuk, like, hey, we're back, told you. All circuitry just needs to deal with the increased current in the charging block, meaning all of that heat is contained there. The, the charging block still heats up, but your device wouldn't. Yes. Okay. Um, and that's important because heat is the enemy of batteries. <laughs> Um, as we've mentioned in our battery episode, high heat, which can result from rapid charging, will degrade those cells. Most of these charging methods try to keep their quick charging to the first 50% of your battery, as in stage one charging, um, because it limits most of this problem as there is more resistance as the battery reaches full. So technically speaking, charging your battery quickly should not reduce battery life, but the heat will, or rather may. So your phone getting so your phone or other devices getting hot is bad for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, in fact, the heat is so bad that the hypercharge technology we mentioned earlier reduces your phone's battery life by twenty percent, leaving you with eighty percent after just eight hundred charges, which is again probably due to heat. That's yikes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, if you if you go through phones like candy, you might not care, but for for the average person. My 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 three thousand dollar phone's battery has degraded by twenty percent. I guess I'll buy a new one today. Well, there are so many people who buy the new iPhone every year, like straight up. People that I wouldn't even consider rich who buy the new iPhone every year. It's kind of wild. <laughs> the cult of Apple, man. The cult of Apple. Yeah. All of this is also why we aren't addressing wireless charging. It's always less efficient than wire charging, meaning it creates more heat. Um, and therefore, if you want to prolong your battery's life, you really shouldn't use it. Also, mind you, for all of these things, if you have a lithium-ion powered device and you want to leave it alone for a very long time, even an old phone you want to store and just not use, try to leave it around 40 to 50% of charge. Studies have shown that batteries stored above this lose maximum capacity over time. And don't leave them at 100% all the time, because it also causes wear. Or zero. Zero is bad. Zero is no good. Yeah, don't, 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 don't let your phone get to twenty percent. Don't like zero. Don't definitely don't get your phone. Like, like we said in the last episode, definitely don't let your phone get to zero percent. Really, just also don't let your phone get to twenty percent. Sort of try and keep it in that sweet spot of half charged. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's all the time we have for you guys today. I had the weirdest sense of deja vu recording both of these episodes because I still could have sworn that we've talked about this before, but Jade insists that we haven't and I want to believe her. But please yell at us if we have because we're 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 very old and our memories are like Swiss cheese. Um. <laughs> we are very old, says the youngster. 
Hey, I said weird. I know, I know. <laughs> I could have I could have thrown you under the bus and said you, but I didn't. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's all the time we have for you guys today. For our 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 seasonly battery episode, apparently, go on. <laughs> Take care of your batteries. I do think it's important. I do think it's one of the most like basic important things if you want to prolong the longevity of your electronics and it really doesn't take that much effort on your part. Just take care of the batteries. Especially because like with everything we've talked about with electronics becoming harder and harder to repair, you can't swap out the batteries on most phones or most anything, frankly. Easily. If it, e yeah, you can't easily swap out the batteries on most phones or most anything, honestly without it being this huge hassle or without paying an exorbitant price so take care of it you know it's it's just it's it's worth it it's absolutely worth it in every in every regard and if you don't need the thing to be charged super fast like if you're not running out the door immediately in like five minutes you, you can wait a little bit come on just get just 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 do it like us in the olden times and get a super, super, super large long charging cable that reaches wherever you need it to go and 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 let and let the thing stay plugged in. You did what now? Anyway, I I, I would get a I would get a I would get like a like a like an eight feet long cable so that it would reach my bed so that I could have it plugged. So oh, my my, be plugged my bedside charging cable is like eight feet long just because I want to be able to exactly. get to the other side of the bed. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's just I, I do think this is worth talking about because I do think this is just like basic things that everyone should know. I know that I, I know people in my life who didn't know that you should that you shouldn't just like leave things plugged in perpetually all the time. And that's just come on. So, yeah, a little bit of basic knowledge for you guys next week and we will be back next week with more stuff. In the meantime, if you want to check out more of our stuff, you can come see our after show, which is live on our Instagram at Tech Thoughts Podcast every Friday at 8 p.m. ET. Oh, or you remember. can check out our website, which is Jib. Tech thoughts. Okay. Hey, hey, hey! Recently, we've been remembering, and Instagram just hates us. That's a different story altogether. That's fair. That's fair. Bye. Bye bye.